following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. Philip Sexton sitting in today. Morning. Good morning. Beautiful morning as always. Yes, sir. All right, you've got some stories here that look interesting. Oh, yeah. Americans are saving too little for retirement, no matter how you slice it. According to Fidelity's uh First quarter numbers, this is, if you read Fidelity's latest retirement analysis report, you'd think that average Americans are doing okay when it comes to retirement savings. Yet if you look at the rival Van Group's annual How America Saves report, you might reach a different conclusion, even though it is analyzing similar data in 401k accounts. According to Fidelity's first quarter numbers, the average 401k balance rose to 103 thousand seven hundred dollars an eight percent increase from ninety five thousand six hundred dollars in q4 of 2018 while the average ira balance increased to one hundred and seven thousand one hundred dollars a nine percent increase from last quarter vanguard in its more detailed reports that covers five million defined contribution plan participants states in 2018 the average account balance for vanguard participants was 92,148 the median balance was 22,000 and change what gives shouldn't the median which is the midpoint between the largest and smallest account be close to the average the truth is the average account size though it is often cited as an indicator of overall investor health is misleading anyone well versed in statistics would tell you that when a population's average exceeds its median by an order of magnitude, as in the Vanguard study on retirement, that you're dealing with a positive skew, says Paul Winter, a financial planner at Five Seasons Financial Planning in Salt Lake City. Positive skew in this case, he adds, is when a relatively small number of large accounts pull up the average account size but leave the relative, the median relatively unaffected. So what's going on here? Yeah, so... What they're talking about is that, uh, you know, when you look at the health of the the worker when it comes to retirement, uh, it's it's not a good looking situation necessarily. I mean, even if you go by the averages, let's say let's say you just go split the difference on the two Fidelity and and Vanguard, and you hit somewhere about uh sixty something thousand ninety well on the four oh one K you hit about what ninety seven thousand yeah. or something like that. So you know theoretically if you do a four percent withdrawal rate, you know, a a, a semi conservative withdrawal rate there, uh that that gets you just a little under four thousand dollars a year. Right. You know the way that most financial planners when they're looking at things the way that they're going to tell you is is you're going to need to replace uh 80 of your your normal income in retirement uh now that's that's with all your sources of income so you know you factor in social security and everything else but let's say you know the average worker makes let's just say fifty thousand dollars Right. average u.s worker so then 80 percent of that is 40 and let's say you make about twenty four thousand in retirement right uh, in social security i mean so then that leaves you with a need of sixteen thousand dollars if you're only producing about four thousand you're only getting a fourth of that That's right so th- this is a, a kind of a grim picture yeah. when you when you really start to look at things 
Uh, now, granted, it goes in to say, you know, there, there's a lot of, uh, you know, when you look, look at a lot of Gen Xers and stuff, there's a lot of job bouncing around. Uh, a lot of millennials do something similar. So, you know, you may have, you know, a 40-year-old out there that's got three different 401ks that are, you know, $50,000 a piece that kind of affect the averages when really their overall health is 200000 or something like that. Right. Uh, you've also got, you know, people that have no retirement savings, but have a ton of savings outside of a retirement. Uh, so it, you know, you, you've got to be careful of statistics. Uh, it, I actually, there, there's one line in here. It actually made me laugh a little bit. Uh, so it says many advisors express frustration, frustration with both statistics. People in investment, uh, financial industry often throw around, client and historical market data using averages in a very misleading manner, uh, says Diva Panember, a financial planner in Sarcy in New York. They should learn from the story of the six-foot statistician who died trying to cross a river with an average depth of five. <laughs> that that kind of cracked me up a little bit. But needless to say, uh, you know, whether you well, have... Well, what is... So what does that mean? That means that th even though it was an average depth of five, there were some places where it was eight feet deep. Exactly. And that's where he drowned. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's, you know, you, you've got to be careful of just following, you know, a law of averages or just looking at a statistic. Uh, beta, for example, you know, you look at a beta statistic uh, and it says, oh, this, the stock has a beta of 0.6. Yeah. Which statistically means that, it's sixty percent of the volatility of the S and P five hundred. Right it means if the S and P drops one percent, that stock is statistically only supposed to drop six tenths of a percent. Statistically. Statistically. Now, when you really want to boil it down, you need to look at the R squared, which yeah. is the correl uh, the 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 how efficient is that correlation? Right. And, you know, if it's right at one, then it's it's spot on. Spot on. But if it's 0. 0.5, that means that there's not that much correlation involved. They're Between just, the way it acts and its beta. Exactly. That. So you, you've got to be careful of just looking at statistics. Um, you know, you've got to really boil it down, kick the tires on stuff. You know, really put your, put your finger in the air to judge the wind. You can't yeah. just say, well, statistically – the wind blows from the north on Tuesdays. <laughs> you can't trust just statistical averages. Uh, now, what I what I think is uh, something that we're very beneficial to our clients and potential future clients is we always call ourselves a candid and diligent guide. Yeah, you know, uh, when it comes to saving for retirement, you need a guide. Uh, a lot of people do, uh, you know, because it's a journey. It's not just, oh, you know, you're just going to put it on autopilot and not think about it. No, you need, you know, you need a someone to help create a plan with you and to be there step-by-step step through the plan on the journey to retirement. And a guy has said this a lot, uh, and this this is not something that we say a whole lot, but accountability and not just we hold ourselves accountable as a client's advisor, but we keep our clients accountable as well. Right. You know, we, we keep them on track and say, hey, you're, 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 you're veering off course. Or, you know, because there's a lot of people that it's, it's hard. to they, they see money and they're like, hey, I've got a $5 bill. It's go get a Big Mac today instead right. of, hey, I got a $5 bill. If I throw this in the IRA, it's going to grow over time. That's right. You know, and, and that's where sometimes you need someone there to kind of grab you by the hand and drag yep. you down the road. Right. Sometimes the God has to do that. Yep. You know, and that's, that's something that uh, I think that we really pride ourselves on is not only holding ourselves accountable, but holding, you know, our clients accountable as well. You know, you need to you need to stick to the plan here. That's right. Well, we better take a break. It is the Tom Dupree Show News Radio six thirty WLAP. Democrats terrified.
terrified of 2020. Things are going to get a lot worse in 2020. The 2020 election with a capital E happens here. We are all going to witness this again in 2020. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree Jr. What does a good financial advisor do? Perhaps it comes down to asking the right questions instead of having all the answers. For instance, should I take Social Security now or later? Am I really ready to retire? Is my money invested properly to pay me an income during retirement? These are a few of the questions that might come up in your discussion with a financial advisor. Good questions are what a financial advisor may be able to help you with. You will come up with the answers on your own. If you're not sure about some of these things and need a sounding board, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a complimentary appointment. Also, you can listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturdays at 7 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. Bring your sweet loving. Bring it all home to me. Years ago, Amir Khan's... Oh, by the way, one of the things that we were talking about in the last segment was being a guide for you. We never forget that it's always your money. You know, you can do what you want to. A guide can only tell you so much. You have to follow the guide. If you if you decide you want to do something else, um, then it's up to you. Yeah, and and it's always the journey is a journey. You know, it, it's sometimes there's a log in the road and you've got to take a detour. Right. You know, things happen. We understand life happens. Tell me about this other story you've got here. Yeah, so there was a, another article in Barron's. It's titled, What to Watch Out For When Buying an Annuity. Uh, this, this story actually kind of made my heart hurt. Uh, so it said, years ago, Amir Khan's mother created a special needs trust for him and named his sister, Sophia Victor, as trustee. Amir, 41, has Down syndrome. After their mother's death in 2013, Ms. Victor was convinced by an insurance agent to use trust assets to buy two variable annuities, one to begin paying later in life. It wasn't until it was too late and the assets were locked into two contracts with penalties for early withdrawals that Victor learned from an independent financial advisor that she had been sold a couple of high-fee annuities that were ill-suited for a person with Down syndrome. Income-generating annuities can be effective tools for folks concerned about outliving their money, but their value proposition is about longevity. The longer you live, the more value an annuity has because it continues paying long after your principal and any gains have dried up. For folks who die early, an annuity's value never has a chance to kick in. For someone with Down syndrome whose average life expectancy is age 60, annuities are like flood insurance for a mountaintop property wow it's a that's a scary that's a scary thing and it 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 hurts my soul that somebody somebody would collect a huge commission Mm -hmm. selling an annuity off the back of of someone who really needs that that money right to do certain things for them you know we we're, we we speak. In other words, they they bought an annuity for a need that uh, would probably not outlast the annuity. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's it's like buying car insurance and never driving your car. Right. You know, you don't need car insurance on a car you're never going to drive. Uh, but the. You know that's that's exactly what an annuity is, and and we've spoke on annuities several times. Uh, you know, an annuity 
it is designed to create an income stream in retirement. Right. Uh, you know, however, that's all it is, is an income stream. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that, you know, as we were just talking about is ultimately it's your money. You know, a, another downside to an annuity contract is, is when you annuitize the contract, it's no longer technically your money. You know, it, it's, it's just a stream of cash flows at that point principle is gone the principle is gone you know and then that's where when life happens you know for for amir you know there's there's un unforeseen medical expenses and things like that you know yeah it's great that he could have an income stream for his living expenses but what, what happens when something crazy happens and he needs extra money mm-hmm. you know he's in trouble at that point and that's that's really where You've got to be very cautious as to not only the advisor that you pick and the, and the the relationship that you're building, but also what you're investing your money in. You know, and if you invested in the wrong thing, it, I've said this before: is that an advisor is a is a relationship that you're that you're creating. You know, it's it's all it is is a is a relationship, and it's got to be a relationship built on trust. The foundation has to be trust first and foremost. You know, and you can't afford to make too many bad relationships when it comes to your retirement, uh, your retirement savings. Um, not only that, the same goes for what you're investing in, and that that piggybacks off of the trust of the advisor. You know, if if you're investing in the wrong things, you can't afford to make you really can't afford to make many mistakes when it right. comes to investing in, you know, your, your retirement assets. So you could theoretically, here, here's a mistake you could make. You could buy an annuity, lose 6% right off the bat on your, com- on the commission to the advisor, surrender the annuity because you knew you made the mistake, you know, six months later, get tagged with another let's say six percent surrender penalty so now you've lost 12 percent of your entire principal boom gone yeah. you know and, and it, it's it's not a it's not a paper loss right as some would say where you know it's just the 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 thing that you're invested in is down in value no it's real loss yeah, it's it's gone you now have to go find something to re to to regain that value and if, let's say you need to create income you know let's say you're in retirement and you still need this thing to produce income well now you've only you've got 12 percent less of your money to create the income for that's you. right it's it's a scary proposition and that's why you need to be very careful you need to some of the things you need to really look at is is what am i investing in why am i investing in this what's the incentive of the person putting me in this you know why why are they putting me in these investments you know how how is my advisor you know, how is my advisor incentivized how how why should i trust my advisor i think that should be the biggest question right why should i trust this person you know what what are they doing for me you know i think at the pre-financial it's pretty simple you know we charge a percentage of our assets under management you know we're not charging a big six percent commission where hey you know we got ours hope it works out for you yeah it's it's not like that you know it's it's it, it it's pennies compared to the six percent commission that these guys are getting yeah so for us to make the same amount of money we have to make this relationship last for many many years right you know, and, and in order for this relationship to last for many, many years, we have to continue doing a good job, not only on your investments, but also on our communication and our relationship with you. You know, we meet right. with our clients twice a year. You know, if after so long, you know, we all, we, we always try to meet with you. We, we get the conversation rolling. Now, there are some people out there that they're just like, we don't want to meet. Well, after so long, we're going to start bugging you to come in. That's right. You know, because 
those meetings aren't just for us to tell you our report card aren't, aren't just for us to say hey mom and dad we got three b's two a's and one c you know it's not it's not like that it's also hey how's life going you know how many more years you planning on working how how's how's things with the wife and kids right you know it's it's an ongoing relationship that we're building and that's that's something that i think is i think needs to be done more in the industry you know and i i think that that's something that we really strive ourselves on is to to not just be the person that manages your money but also to to be someone as a uh you know someone that you can talk to and and bounce ideas off of you know and really build a relationship with our clients right and so something like what happened to this amir guy getting an annuity sold to him wouldn't happen with us no not not no not even Apple reports earnings next week. Why you should care even if you don't own the stock? Why should I care about Apple's earnings? You should care about Apple's earnings because according to uh, Bank of America, Merrill Lynch strategist Mary Ann Bartles and her team, it is the second largest holding in U.S. exchange-traded funds to the tune of $57 billion invested in 241 ETFs. Microsoft's number one was $70 billion. Uh, so exposure within funds, uh, however, can differ based on whether it's market cap or equal weighted. Apple makes up 5% of cap weighted uh, large cap funds on average, including 3.6% of the Spider five, uh, S&P 500 ETF and 1.8% of large cap non-cap weighted ETF. And even in tech funds, Apple's weight can vary. Uh, it makes up 17% of the technology sector uh, select spider ETF, but just 0.2% of the first trust large cap core alpha decks. So basically what this is saying is, is if you're an ETF investor, you probably got Apple. Yeah. Uh, to some extent, you know, and that's... Or a mutual fund. But. Or a mutual fund investor. You've probably got a piece of Apple to some extent. And that's why you should care about their earnings because you are a beneficial owner, you know. And that's where, that's where when you start investing in ETFs and mutual funds, you don't know what you own until until it's gone. Pretty much, you know, you really you really don't know what you own. It's it's a broad, broad, broad piece. And that's something that you know. Back to the the last article, you know why you own it that's something that we strive on that's right stay with us you're listening to the tom dupree show with philip sexton it's news radio 630 wlap and you know that's not enough i'm just a Both nights at our iHeartRadio Music Festival. The only way you could be closer is if you were the one singing. Got your attention? Here's the easiest way to win. First, link your free iHeartRadio account in the Alexa app. Next, tell Alexa, play the iHeartRadio Music Festival station. Playing iHeartRadio Music Festival radio. That's it. You're automatically entered to win. Do it now, and you could be in the front row both nights at our 2019 iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas. Experience exciting action on over 900 games with 41 new thrilling themes, including Pac-Man Wild Edition, coming soon to Red Mile Gaming and Racing. And this summer, winning is higher with our $75,000 Toys of Summer giveaway. You can win a 2019 Fiat, Indian Chief Motorcycle, Jet Ski, or UTV. Earn entries now until September 7th. Drawings will be on Saturday, August 3rd, 17th, and September 7th. The $75,000 Toys of Summer giveaway at Red Mile Gaming and Racing. Red Hot Excitement. Visit RedMileKY.com for details. Don't fall for a threatening call that appears to be law enforcement. It's a scam. Better Business Bureau's president and CEO, Rihanna Smith-Hamblin, has more. Scam artists are calling local consumers using scare tactics to convince them that they have been linked to drug trafficking. The scammers threaten to freeze personal assets if personal information is not provided. Never give someone you don't know your personal information. Just hang up the phone. For more tips, go to BBB.org. 
Americans are in jail in Rome in connection with the killing of an Italian police officer. ABC's David Wright has more from the London Bureau. Italian police now say this may have been a drug deal gone bad, but in any case, killing a cop is a big deal in Italy, just as it would be in the States. The young officer is a newlywed. He was married just in June, so emotions are running high. These two Americans, both were told from San Francisco, being charged with aggravated murder and attempted extortion. The Supreme Court lifting an injunction by a lower court that halted the Trump administration's efforts to divert funds to help build a border wall. That means the money can now be used from the Pentagon to build the border wall. But the case still needs to be heard at the lower court level. Some members of the USA water polo senior national team injured. and Two South Korean men died when a part of a floor collapsed at a nightclub in southern Korea. The women were celebrating a win at the club near the Athletes' Village. I'm Michelle Franz in ABC News. Through the overnight hours, temperatures get down into the lower 70s and into the 60s by Saturday morning. And then for the start of the weekend, we're tracking some summer-like conditions. Highs returning back around average into the mid to upper 80s. Some humidity levels remaining a little bit on the higher side. However, most will be staying dry. We're not really expecting too many storms. I'm WKYT meteorologist Adam Bernstein for News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. Paying too much for car insurance? At Root Insurance, we could cut your rate in half. Most car insurance companies base your rate on things like age, gender, and credit score. Root bases your rate primarily on how you drive, not who you are. Here's how it works. The Root app uses mobile technology to measure your driving behavior. Just drive like you normally would for a few weeks and the app does the rest. Good drivers could save up to 52% on car insurance. And right now, we will give you $15 just for completing the test drive. Just download the free Root app. Enter the code Root Radio. That's R-O-O-T Radio. Get $15 to try an app that could cut your car insurance rates in half. See how much you could save. Savings based on national reviews reported by actual customers. Offer good through August 1st, 2019. Not available in all states. We reserve the right to refuse to quote any individual a premium rate for the insurance advertised herein. Cannot be combined with any other offer. This special offer ends soon. Don't miss out. Download the free Root app and enter Root Radio today. Baseball season is in full swing. It's a good thing Matt secured his denture with Super Polygrip. Now he can enjoy the snacks as much as the game. Polygrip. Hey, how are you? So great to see you. It's that time of year when the family meets up. Hi, come on. Get together, guys. Family photo. It's a good thing Jack cleans his denture with Polydent so he can enjoy the whole day with confidence. Polydent. 630 WLAP. A one, a two, a one, two, three, go. How the girls all get prettier at closing time. How they all begin to look like movie stars. The glow on every face of the fallen angels of the backstreet bars. If I could rate them on a scale from one to ten. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. When smaller advisors fail, investors have little chance of recovering losses. What's going on with this? Okay, so this is talking about, um, you know, when when you get a smaller advisor and uh let's say they do something kind of crazy like a ponzi scheme or something like that you know well they don't have a um an insurance thing or you know let's say that they're doing a derivative investment and you're 90 years old and needing income for retirement and they're they're out here doing a derivative scheme well a lot of uh, a lot of these smaller advisors, they don't carry an insurance policy for errors and omissions and, and things like that. Right. Uh, so what ends up happening is is you, well, if it's fraud, or f- it does, isn't covered by you know, or even if it's fraud, you know, they're not they don't have the capital or the the assets where you know you can say, okay, you know, you, where you can sue them and and get part of your money back, like. 
you know, in the in the case of Bernie Madoff, there's a, a lawyer out there going after assets all around the globe, trying to get people's money back. Right. Um, you know, this is this is saying one of the one of the problems is is you know you get all these smaller advisors. So one example uh, that they talk about. Uh, uh, so the the problem befell Gene Whitley, who was allegedly swindled by an advisor based in Parker, Colorado, who told her there was a windfall to be had in cryptocurrencies. Ms. Whitley, who's 91 years old, said Neil Maxwell managed her money conservatively for a couple years. In 2018, Mr. Maxwell convinced her to hand over $150,000 for a cryptocurrency fund. According to court documents, Mr. Maxwell never started such a fund and instead used the money for personal and business use. According to a January indictment in a Colorado state court, he also took 250000 from a Denver area couple and 20000 from another senior citizen, the indictment says. Ms. Whitley hasn't recovered any money from Mr. Maxwell. She said, I just assumed he would be fairly cautious with what he invested for me at my age. They ought to bury guys like that under the jail. That's what I'm saying. It's just absolutely the most despicable thing in the world to use your confidence, to use the confidence that someone places in you to defraud them. That is one of the most obscene things that I can think of. Yeah, it's absolutely the worst that there is. And people can do this and sleep at night. It's just I don't get it. It's crazy. I do not get it. And that's where, you know, it goes on to say, so most advisors have authority over how to invest customer money, according to the SEC, which says 91% of federally regulated advisors have discretion over clients' portfolios. Now, we do carry discretion over our clients' portfolios. It allows us to act in a quick and prudent manner for our clients. Well, we're not able to withdraw money from their accounts. No, it's discretion and, over how it's invested. Yes, which is an important distinction because we invest the money in TD Ameritrade. The client has access to the, their money. We don't have access to their money, nor do we wish to have access to their money because that's not – the way we invest exactly uh so here's another example so david fleming 76 years old came to regret the trust he put into his former advisor chris young Yu, who now sits in federal prison in sheridan oregon mr fleming and his wife esther of cave creek arizona followed mr Yu when he left the larger wealth management firm and founded summit asset strategies investment management llc well that should tell you something right there it takes you a whole lung to say the the name about 12 years ago the couple invested about two million with him mr Yu said he would put their money in hedge fund strategies and claim to have insurance for a decade or so he sent the flemings about seven hundred eighty-four thousand in interest payments but mr Yu stopped communicating in late 2015 it turned out mr Yu had been running a ponzi scheme according to prosecutors the Flemings say they lost about one and a quarter million of the money originally invested with Mr. Yu and haven't been repaid any of it. So this goes back to what I was saying previously is that when when you're picking an advisor, it's a relationship business. You know, there's got to be a level of trust there. Right. But in both instances, there was a level of trust here. But there's got to be a trust, but verify. You know, Mike says this a ton of ton of times. Trust, but verify. Everything you do, trust, but verify. You know, we custody all of our assets at TD Ameritrade. We don't touch the money. You know, it never runs through our hands at all. Right. Uh, the closest thing of money touching our hands is a check made out to TD Ameritrade that we send to TD Ameritrade. That's right. That's the closest your money ever gets to, to being in our fingers. But we have no chance to take advantage no of chance. it because the check's not made out to Dupree Financial Group. Exactly. Secondly, 
We take discretion on how the account is invested. But TD Ameritrade sends you every trade confirmation. They send you a monthly statement to back up the trade confirmation. So you and you have online access. So at any given point, you can see exactly what we're doing with the investments. Right. Not to mention that we take discretion very seriously. You know, we, we're we not in there just willy-nilly, boom, 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 boom. You know, a lot of times the discretion is used for when we want to to act quickly on something. You know, if we if we see something wrong with a uh, with a holding, you know, if we see something wrong and we need to get out, well, right. You know, if you've got if you've got five hundred people, you've got to call six hundred people, however many people, you know, somebody's going to get the short end of the deal there. You you can't you can't call and confirm with everybody. So it's the ability to to get out of something quickly. That's right. Also, when you see a crazy opportunity. Um, you know, when you, when you're looking at a stock and it's down 5%, uh, you know, because Sally Sue sneezed down the hallway and, and now it's out of favor, right? You know, that's where then everybody gets a fair price. Yeah. That's the, that's the prudency there. You know, it's always to make sure nobody gets the short end of the stick on our client base. Um, but at the same time, you know, that's where the six-month meetings come into play. That's where a lot of fine-tuning is done. That's where, you know, we go over the account. We go over uh, how your life situation is doing, what what maybe some prudent decisions would be in the account. Uh, maybe we add this. Maybe we, you know, decrease this. Uh, you know, things, things of that nature. And that's where it's it's not just us just – willy-nilly doing what we want to do it's it's an ongoing communication with our clients you know it's 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 i think the important thing also is that we're a small advisor like some of these other people are but you're not putting the money with us you're putting the money into a td ameritrade account which has its own uh insurance coverage and things like that which is a very large company we simply act as the advisor on how the assets are managed. So if something happens to our firm, you're not exposed to our firm. You're you still have your money with TD Ameritrade. One I think on top of that too is our our asset selection. Um, you know, we really we're we're not chasing home runs we're not doing derivative strategies with 91 year olds we're not doing cryptocurrency strategies you know with 91 year old people's money you know we're we're looking at turns out that guy wasn't even doing that he he wasn't yeah exactly he was just uh (laughs) taking the money and we're not asking a client to send us one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to to do a cryptocurrency strategy right you know that we understand that it it's your money. It needs to work for you. And that's our goal is to ultimately make it work for you. You know, like I said earlier, you know, uh, our fee is pennies compared to commissions that some of these people make. And for us to make this work, it has to be a long running relationship. Right. You know, if we, if we're doing cryptocurrency strategies, and not doing cryptocurrency strategies, it won't be a long-running relationship, no. and it, it will be with with Bubba. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't, I don't, don't go there. I don't want to go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you want to go to jail. Oh, no. don't go there. <laughs> Bernie Madoff asked Trump to reduce his prison sentence for his massive Ponzi scheme. Speaking of Ponzi schemes, there's one. Yeah. You know, it's uh, so Madoff. He's he's eighty one and he's serving a hundred and fifty year sentence in a federal prison. Um, you know, he's currently serving that sentence in Butner, North Carolina, for orchestrating the largest Ponzi scheme in history. Uh, so his decades long scam conducted while heading uh, his his 
securities business swindled thousands of investors out of billions of dollars. And he's they're making it clear he's not asking for a pardon, but what he's asking for is uh, clemency. He's asking for Trump to reduce his sentence. Um, this kind of throws me for a loop. You know, it, it's uh, why now? Why is he doing it now? Does does he feel like Trump being kind of in the investment industry is is, is going to grant him something? Um, Gosh, if I were Bernie, I'd rather stay in jail. <laughs> that that's true too. Uh, yeah, because somebody might kill him if he gets out. Well, uh, you don't mess with people's money. That's right. Uh, he's probably a lot safer in jail because he probably didn't have any of their money. Yeah, they probably don't care. But yeah, you're you're exactly right. You know, and it, it's it's. I don't think Trump would grant him anything. I hope not. Yeah, you me know, too. For. It's strictly because it's it's the it's the American people that he defrauded. He did a very unpatriotic thing. Absolutely, you know. And and if if I was Trump, my my line would be: you need to stay there for three hundred and fifty years. We're gonna keep you alive as long as we can, so you can sit there. <laughs> stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. We'll be back in just a moment. News Radio 630 WLAP. Life is filled with many numbers, but just remember one of them. 630, your one place for reliable information you use every day. The up-to-date information. That's affecting me on my day-to-day. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree, Jr. What does a good financial advisor do? Perhaps it comes down to asking the right questions instead of having all the answers. For instance, should I take Social Security now or later? Am I really ready to retire? Is my money invested properly to pay me an income during retirement? These are a few of the questions that might come up in your discussion with a financial advisor. Good questions are what a financial advisor may be able to help you with you will come up with the answers on your own. If you're not sure about some of these things and need a sounding board, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a complimentary appointment. Also, you can listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturdays at 7 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. If the sky you look up on should ever crumble and fall, and the mountains should fall to the sea. No, I won't be afraid. No. Just as long as you stand by me been in one of them honky-tonk moods this morning. Yeah. I don't know why. You're getting it going. Well, I was at Renfro Valley uh, last Saturday night to see Ricky Skaggs, and they showed a, a graphic of the Urban Cowboy reunion featuring Johnny Lee and Mickey Gilly in September. Yeah. And that just kind of sent me in a tailspin over the last week. You're going in the That's right direction. Great country music. That's yeah. definitely a different, different way to sing that song. Yeah. It's interesting, though. It is. Now, was Ricky Skaggs, was he the one that... Uh, that covered for uh, Alabama when they were at Rupp Arena. 
Oh, yeah, he covered in more ways than you couldn't believe. I thought they were fantastic. Um, okay. Alabama was with them. They were the headliner, but I didn't think much of Alabama that night. But I thought quite a bit of Ricky Skaggs and Kentucky Thunder. How long ago was that? Uh, that was back in December. Okay. When the safety net pays for itself, what's happening with the safety net? <laughs> so it's kind of uh, – it kind of goes back to uh, – your your talk with Andy Barr in the last hour, um, and for all those who are listening now that didn't hear it, the podcast will be available later, so you can uh, you can check that out. Uh, Tom Dupree and Andy Barr, but uh, so it's goes on to say the U.S. spends trillions of dollars every year on social safety nets for people in all steps of life, uh, from childhood to retirement. A new study from two Harvard University economists, Nathan Hendren and Ben Sprungkaiser, examines 133 U.S. policy changes over the past half century, including the creation of Medicare, Medicaid expansions, and the introduction of food stamps, as well as dozens of state and local programs. Their paper released Monday identifies which policies ultimately made the government money generally in the form of beneficiaries who need less assistance over time or who became more productive and paid more taxes. Say you have $1 to give to a social policy, you could strengthen the safety net for adults, say boosting health insurance and unemployment benefits and disability insurance, or you could give it to programs for low-income children. Adults use benefits that end up costing additional money, an extra $0.60 or so on top of the $1 you spent, but health care and education for kids often reduces dependence on aid and lifts earnings. Over time, you get back a dollar plus about 47 cents. Uh, this return on investment is, of course, just one measure of effectiveness. But as a purely fiscal matter, the two scholars uh, found programs geared towards bettering the lives of adults rarely paid for themselves. They ultimately reduced a person's earnings or caused them to use more government-funded services. But investing in low-income children often lifted their earnings over time and decreased their dependence on public aid. You know, I think that's something that Andy said in the in the first part where he talks about we need to reduce people's dependence on the government. Yeah, and you you've got to be, you know. Up until Trump was elected, there was always the the argument that we need somebody who knows how to run a business to run the country instead of a, a, just a politician, mm -hmm. you know. And and I think that this really really boils it we down. We also got a guy that knows how to run his mouth. Well, yeah, we're we're good at that. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it, when you're looking at dealing with money, you know, from a, a tax tax revenues so you you've got your revenues of the business already figured out if you run the government like a business now you need to find your your investments and your return on investments you know there's always going to be social programs and the problem is is you need to instead of just willy-nilly oh we need to help this person this person this person this person just because you need to boil it down into you know what are the, what are the best uses for these dollars right and this this paper i thought really touched base on that really well you know it's uh you you need to to look at the ability to maybe make a return on investment you know now i know that there are some instances where a social program is just just that it's just, <coughs> it's there you know and, and some things are just kind of sacrosanct i guess but at the same time there are other programs out there that should really be looked at. Um, I think, you know, food stamps potentially could be one of them, things like that. Uh, right. so it says the researchers found expanding Medicaid actually had a particularly good payoff. In the late 1970s, states started expanding the federal state insurance program for the poor to more pregnant women and children. Places like Kentucky, home state, New Mexico and West Virginia went from covering about one in ten such women to covering one in two by the early 1990s. Uh, another one, uh, the Cal Grant Program, uh, which covers college costs for high-achieving California students, 
paid for itself among the lowest income recipients because it helped those students complete college at higher rates. Uh, an H&R block program that helped families apply for financial aid while filing their taxes also had a good return, though it didn't fully pay for itself because it was uh, targeted and cheap to administer. Uh, but programs that spread tuition aid more broadly had a lower payoff because they gave money to people who otherwise would have gone to college. Right. So you're saying that all safety nets are not exactly equal. Some actually help people more than others, and some have a higher payback. Yeah, it, it exactly. You know, right. and what are the what are the benefits of of helping this person over someone else? Right. Um, you know, because ultimately, <laughs> is it? Oh, who was the who was the comedian? I think it was Ron White. Ultimately, you can't fix stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll leave it there. Um, if you've heard anything today that you might think could be helpful to you uh, in terms of management of your retirement accounts, call us at 233-0400. You can also look us up on Facebook, on the web at DupreeFinancial.com. And uh, we're happy to meet with you and, and talk to you about your Retirement program, retirement planning. Uh, we're going to be impartial. We're going to tell you what we think you need to hear, not what we want you to hear. And uh, people uh, can come in, sit down with us. There's no cost to it. DupreeFinancial.com, 233-0400. Appreciate you listening to the show today. Fill up any closing remarks. Good, good day as always. I enjoyed it. Yeah. You've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP.